Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Confessions of a Christian Chick. It's your girl, Amanda, and we have a very exciting episode today. I have a special guest with me, and I'm going to let him introduce himself. Hello, hello, everybody. My name is uh, Pastor B. Wallace, and uh, I am so honored and, and privileged to, to be here, Amanda. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. You're welcome. And you have a podcast yourself. I kind of want you to share your podcast. And um, so I'll let you share what your podcast is about and all of that information. Sure. So uh, my podcast is called Simplify Complexity. Um, and we just it's a play on words because sometimes, you know, we can make relationships complicated. Mm -hmm. But how do we simplify them? So it, it's, it's a fun thing where we like to talk about some of the nitty and gritty of relationships, but also how can we share with people to where we can just unravel them so they're not as complicated so we can begin to approach them in, in different ways. And so like you, you know, our heart is just to help people, is to encourage people and and to just give them godly insight as we navigate the this love and relationships and all the many different ups and downs that come with it. Right. And I think one of the things I love about your podcast so much is being a female, I get um, relationship insight from male perspectives. Right. And I think that's what drew me to your podcast. Cause I, I, I am tuned in all the time. Cause I'm like, I need to know what are these men thinking and why are they thinking it? So that's really what like got me into your podcast. Well, thank um, you. Thank you. And a lot of times it's unfortunate because we, as men, we're not always just expressing, you know, the, the challenges, the ups and downs, we can be very guarded, uh, right. because we're trying to keep a certain, you know, impression. And we want people to see us a certain way. Whereas, you know, women, when it comes to relationships, there's a little bit more sharing. Mm. Um, whereas as guys, and then one of the things we like to do, and as you've had a chance to kind of listen is we really try to keep it real. So we try not to sugarcoat it as well. Exactly. Uh, so it just makes it a lot of fun. Yeah, it really is. It really is. And not only do you have a podcast, I mean, I know you do so much, but you also have a book that's out. Um, can you just tell us a little bit about your book and where we can actually find that book and purchase it? Sure, I, I would be honored. So the book is entitled Chasing Happily Ever After. It's a, it's a relationship book that deals with the building blocks of relationships. And, and, and oftentimes we have an idea of what it is to be single. We have an idea of what it is to date. We have an idea of what it is to be married. But then what is that idea and, and, and what biblical principles can we take as far as in singleness that impact dating and in dating that impact our marriage because oftentimes we approach each one separately not mm -hmm. understanding how they interconnect mm -hmm. and, and so something that uh was on my heart you know just from uh, own experiences from really just blessing with other people is how do those interconnect and, and and how can we we better understand each one of those phases so that way we're whole as we step into relationships and as we thrive in relationships that is so good. That is so good. So, oh, so, and I, I want to encourage people, you can go to Amazon and just type in Chasing Happily Ever After. Uh, or you can actually, you can just go into your Google search and just type in Chasing Happily Ever After and it'll come up. Okay, great. And that's by Brian Wallace, guys. So just make sure you get that one. So, <laughs> yeah, so that's good. So today we're kind of, we're talking about um, an aspect of relationships or going into relationship. But before we get into the show, I do want to ask my random question that I've been doing for season two. All so right. I'm going to ask you a question. Are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. I love it. Okay. So if you could choose between having breakfast food for a whole year or dinner foods for a whole year. 
So meaning you can only eat breakfast foods every single day for a year or you can mm. only eat dinner foods every day for a year. Which one would you pick? I would actually totally go with dinner. Now, I love breakfast. I'm a breakfast person, mm -hmm. but I feel like there's a greater variety when you're talking about dinner foods where you're right. kind of limited when it comes to breakfast foods. And, and so it's always normally some milk, some eggs, you know, <laughs> do some pancakes. And again, I love some breakfast food. But I mean, when you're talking about dinner food, I mean, now I can go into Chinese food. I can exactly. go ahead and get some Mexican food. I, I got, I, and again, I know that they have, you know, breakfast food within each side of those uh, cultures, but mm. they're kind of all, they use the kind of the same type of foods. Right. And, and so, um, yeah, I'm totally going for dinner. What about you? Yeah, you've, you've broken down. Yeah, I, I see, like, I, like you said too, I love breakfast and I love me a good brunch, but the variety, um, if it's for a whole year, I would have to pick dinner also just because I need more options. After a while, I get tired. So, I yeah, exactly. <laughs> Even though I, I have no problems having me some pancakes for dinner. Um, yeah, same, that. same. But <laughs> for a whole year after a while, I'd be like, you know what? I'm done with this. So, so yeah. All right. So let's get into it. So today we're talking about the list. Um, yes. Many of you have probably heard of a list or you probably have a list or some, some form of list. But today we're going right. to go deep into it and we're just going to dissect what a list is and what should be on our list and all those kind of things. And when I talk about lists, I'm talking about um, qualities that you want in a spouse. And yeah. that's what we're going to be talking about today, right? So um, would you say, so we're all on the same page. I just want you to just explain, you know, what is a list and what's the purpose of a list? And, you know, what kind of information should be on your list? So a, a list, oftentimes when we, we hear the word list, I, for whatever reason, I keep hearing dun, 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 <laughs> you know, because we, we do have our list. We have, and I, I like to call them our I wants. Mm. Many times as we're growing up, um, we have these desires, these, these wants that we want. And, and, and so uh, they're, they're qualities oftentimes that we're looking for in someone else or, which is interesting, they're actually qualities that we're wanting in somebody that we're already married with, which is even more dangerous. Right. Um, and, and we can kind of break down each one of those a little bit later. But but ultimately, they're just their desires, their I wants, and they can range. Uh, but oftentimes, they're dealing with uh, uh, a man's height. And I love talking about that. So whenever, you know, you talk with most women, uh, it, it, what's interesting about lists is we get real spiritual, but then we want to kind of gloss over the, the the other things that we have on our list. And so if you start talking to people and they're, well, you know, you know, what do you want in somebody? And they'll be like, well, I want, you know, I want them to love Jesus. And, I, and so, so normally I just say, okay, we, we know that they love Jesus. Okay. We know that they read the Bible. Okay. What else is on your list? And then once you start going there, then you start getting into uh, the the deeper I wants, like uh, like I mentioned before, uh, how tall is he, and or how tall is she, or what 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 are her dimensions? And so I want her to <laughs> to be a, a certain size, and she has to be of a certain shape, and and then you actually get into, ooh, I, I when I did one at a conference one time. Mm -hmm. And uh, teeth always normally come up, you know, what, 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 are, what are their teeth like? But then I thought this one was uh, clean shoes. Oh, I've never heard that before. Yeah. So so uh, one one lady was like, oh, yeah, she, he has to have nice, white, clean shoes. And, and so it, it's just interesting the things that we begin to see and the things that we begin to say, OK, you're good enough or you're acceptable, mm -hmm. but you're not. See. And that, so I, we're going to go deeper into that because 
I have a hard time myself with balancing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, 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 so, so be honest. Um, <laughs> could you date a, a shorter man? I absolutely could. I've gave a shorter man a chance before, and he ended up playing me. So I'm just like, Ooh. I'm gonna stick to my tall man. <laughs> so I mean, and that's the thing. I feel like there are things that are on the list that are like must-haves, like you said. Um, like you said, yeah. You know, his relationship with Christ or her relationship with Christ, things like that. And then I think towards the bottom of the list, that's when you start having things that are like preferences, or maybe can be, um, you know, you can not compromise, but they're not do or die, you know? So right. that is my struggle. Cause I'm like, well, but if this is what I want, do you get what I'm saying? Well, and I do. And that's the part of the hard part because, you know, we, we find scriptures where you have not because you ask not, mm. but then we don't read the rest of those particular scripture. And, and, right. and so if you continue to read that scripture, it says you ask and you do not receive because you ask with the wrong motives. Wrong motives. Yeah. And, and so one of the things that we, are constantly striving to do is saying, you know, God, search me, God, search my wants. Because the the, the reality is, is that there's a, and actually this is one of the scriptures I wrote down, Proverbs 14, 12. It mm-hmm. says, there's a way that seems right to a person, mm-hmm. but its end leads to death. Right. And, and so we have ways that we feel about things. We have things that are, uh, you know, it's like, I, I really feel strongly about this, but we have to be careful about leaning upon our own understanding. We have to be careful about leaning upon what we feel. And, and so, yes, you might be attracted to this, but we have to begin to say, God, you know, what do you want? God, what do you see? Um, and, and what do you want from me? Is my list your list? Right or right. It, or is my list part of what you want, but it's also what I want, and and the danger of that is now we're polluting our list. Yeah, yeah, and that is so good. That is so good that you mentioned that because we do. It, it's kind of like a fine line, and we can <laughs> get into where we're just like putting our own desires and our own wants, but we're never actually, you know, checking back in with God. Like, you know what, God. Does this match with your will? Does it match with the, de- the desires that you have for me? So, I mean, that is the hard part. And, I, and I'm sure a lot of people struggle with that. And, um, but we'll, we'll get into it. We'll get deeper <laughs> into it. So if you had to just say, why is, what is the purpose of a list? Or what are the benefits of even having a list? Well, okay. So as uh, if our listeners are kind of probably tuning in or, or getting an idea, I'm not really big on lists. Okay. And so actually, maybe before we go to the benefits, I'd like to talk about the cons. And we, we kind of dealt with some of those mm-hmm. cons mm-hmm. because I feel like normally when it comes to the idea of a list, and, and I do believe it, lists aren't bad. Lists um, aren't bad, you said. I don't think lists are bad, but oftentimes mm-hmm. what we have on our lists are bad. Okay. And, and it's the same thing that we just kind of mentioned before where... A car isn't necessarily bad, but how we use a car can turn it into something bad. Mm. Um, social media isn't necessarily itself bad or a phone isn't bad, but, you know, can we begin to use it in a, in a bad and negative way? Right. And, and so, you know, for the most part, our hearts are desiring something that's good uh, because when you think of a list, you're thinking of standards. Mm-hmm. But oftentimes, as we begin to talk about standards, we're really talking about our standards. And the thing is, is that our standards sometimes can make things complicated. 
And and that's where we get into challenges with inside of relationships because we have a way that we want things, but right. our standard isn't always truth and our standard isn't always the best way. Mm-hmm. And, and and so we have to really begin to say, okay, it, it, and I'm going back, God, what do you want? And, and an analogy I like to give is, let's say I have some water, right? And mm-hmm. if I had a, a fresh water, a brand new bottle of water, and I gave you that bottle of water, would you drink it? Sure. And you would drink it because it was pure. Right. And, and that's what God's desire is for us. That's God's will for us. You know, God's desire is is pure. And But what ends up happening is when we begin to mix in what we want, it's like taking a little bit of dirt and sprinkling a little bit of dirt. Mm. And, and so my question would be is, is, how much dirt would you allow me to put in that water before you would say, <laughs> I don't want it? No dirt. I take the water without dirt. Uh, you know, but now you got to catch that. And this, this is so important. I, w- I want to make sure that your listeners are, are really understanding this is that it only takes a little bit of self to right. jack something up. Of it, it only takes a little bit of self to where all of a sudden what was a pure list is now polluted. And those are the cons of those lists is we begin to pollute those lists most of the time. Most of the time, there's something on that list where we are having this as a standard but it's not necessarily God's will and God's standard for us. It's just a want. It's just yes. a preference. And and well, the thing is about a preference is we got to be careful because we, we were just talking about a man's height, right? Mm-hmm. And and so we begin to just reject a whole group of people based off of something that is superficial. But who said that that a a, a man can't be godly because he's short? Right. So that's not what we're saying, though. <laughs> But but, I, but I, I, all I'm saying is we're going to the con. So the con is, is is sometimes we can be missing out on God's desire for us because we're so focused on our own desires. That is true. Yeah, I can't argue that. And, and that's where it, and that's where it can, it can be blinding and it can be a negative thing. Yeah. I mean, I have the same thing when it comes to cons. Um, when the list is becoming superficial, you know, and when the preferences and things are outweighing what truly you should be looking for in a spouse, then yes, of course, that's when the list is, has become a con and it has just become you only focused on the wrong things. So I do agree with that aspect of it. But me personally, I don't think lists are bad and I'm not against them, mm-hmm. but I want to hear if you have any benefits before I share mine. And, and, and I do. And so my <laughs> encouragement for your listeners is just how important it is in, for us to think different so we do different. Mm. And, and one of the things I even say in my book, and I challenge people when it comes to dating, the word date and dating has become ambiguous. You say right. dating to so many people, people begin to see it a certain way. And it means so many different things to where I encourage people to stop using the word, you know, and, and use and what I like to consider as data collecting friendships. And it just better defines what maybe you're doing inside that stage. And so how would I apply that to to a list is I would say, stop saying you have a list, but rather begin to say, you know, I, I have a set of, of standards right. um, or I have a set of principles that guide me. And, and, and so therefore, my encouragement is rather than a list, it, it's standards. It's a set of guidelines. These are principles. And having principles is critical in order to keep us from some of the pitfalls of life. 
Having mm-hmm. principles are those things that guide us in God's truth. And so mm-hmm. it, a, a list can be an action item. It could be a to-do list. And, mm-hmm. and, and that's the difference. You're not, you, when you talk about principles, when you're talking about life principles, you're not talking about a to-do list. It's not something that checks off. It's not something that, oh, it's good today, but it's not good tomorrow. Right. Principles are truths that are good tomorrow. They're good yesterday. They're, they're good five years from now. They're good 10 years from now. And that's the difference between a principle and list. And that's the same thing for God's word. God's right. word are truths that are good for us yesterday and they're good for us tomorrow. Yeah. And, and so those and so and so when we're talking about a benefit of having principles is those those principles are almost like a um, a guiding path for us. And so I'll, I'll say this and, and you can I'd love to hear some of your, your benefits. And this is just kind of like an overarching view because you can really break down the, the importance of having uh, principles and truths that guide mm-hmm. you is let, let's say you're on one end of a field and a happy marriage and a happy relationship is on the other end of the field, right? Mm-hmm. So as you're on one end of the field, you're single. And if you could just get to the other side of the field, then all of a sudden you, you now have a happy marriage. Well, between you and that happy marriage in that field are landmines. Right. And, and so oftentimes as we begin to walk and do things that we want to do, as we begin to walk in ourselves and in our desires, we, we step on landmines. We're not using any principles as far as how do we search and see, you know, what are landmines and what aren't landmines. And then we, we blow up. Destructive right. things happen. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so that's what God's word is for us. That's what God's truth is for us. Those principles guide us so we can avoid those landmines. And, and I, I want people to, to rethink how you view God's desire for you because we have such a... So oftentimes we can view God's will for us as a set of oppressive rules. Mm. And we can even begin to look at lists as rules. And, and, and that's why I say get away from a list because it's not a set of rules. It's not a set of do's and don'ts. And, and, but rather it's, it's just a form of, of guidance so that way we can live abundantly. God doesn't want to oppress you. God is not trying to keep you from having fun. God is not, but rather God says there's a landmine there. And so you might want to avoid that landmine, right, right. go around this way. But then we're like, well, wait a minute, that's going the long way. I don't want to go the long way because <laughs> it's just right there. But God is saying, yeah, but if you keep going straight, you're going to blow up. Right. So I want you to, and, and then we're, we're, we're computing that and saying, well, God, that doesn't make sense. How is me going to the left uh, one mile just to come back right one mile? That, that That's too long. And then that's where our challenge comes in is because God is saying, I see what you don't see. So will mm-hmm. you trust me? And that's where having principles and guidelines keeps us from some of the pitfalls and challenges of relationships. I know that was a big mouthful. I'm sorry for that. No, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. But I actually want you because you're saying principles. Right. And I just want everyone that's listening to be clear, because can you give us an example? And I know that, you know, what what we desire. But if it's God desire, it should be, you know, universal. What would you um, give as an example of a principle just so we're all clear? So a, a principle would be, you know, how important it is that uh, somebody loves God. Okay. And I know we talk about that, but the, the 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 principle behind it is just understanding as someone loves God, then they are yielding themselves to God's truth. So just right. like you're yielding yourself to God's truth when it comes to the principles that guide you, 
those same principles are guiding them. Right. And then it avoids confusion. It, it avoids challenges. Um, a, another principle is when it comes to uh, you're, you're focusing more possibly on someone's character, um, right. focusing more on and attraction is important, but traction is not the 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 be all to to everything. And so we have right. to be careful about that. So yes, I might be more attracted to this, but that's again that gets more into superficial things. Uh, other things, things that we don't think about is conflict resolution. Yeah. And 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 what are the principles that that you're showing? Because here's the, here's the thing. Oftentimes we're looking at what somebody else is doing. And the principles maybe that they have uh, or the, the things, but rather we don't look at ourselves. Right. And so here it is. You want somebody who has compassion, but do you have compassion? Exactly. You want somebody that's patient, but are you patient? You want somebody that's loving, but are you loving? Right. And, and, and so you're first kind of really looking at yourself, trying to make sure that you're the person um, that you're wanting. Right. You're the, you're the you person. need to, to match it. Right. Because yeah. if, if you're looking for these qualities, I'm sure that. That perfect person is also looking for those qualities. So, you know, you need to match it. And I agree with that. And, 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 and that's the thing. That's why lists can be so dangerous because no one is perfect. Right. And so when you go with principles, you're better understanding, okay, these are guidelines. These are things that I value because God values them. But I also understand that no one is perfect. So, for, for example, um, a list might say, well, a man has to be earning this type of figures and, and, and there's no way. Okay. Here's a, here's a good one. Uh, how would you feel if a man lived at home with his parents? I wouldn't feel a type of way about it, but I would feel a type of way if he was just home, like he's not helping them out in any way financially. He's just like, you know, playing video games, but I don't mind him living with his parents. Okay. Well, and, and the thing is, is that you dove deeper because a list just says, oh, no way. He lives at home. Nope. But what you did is you said, okay, what are the circumstances surrounded about that? What 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 is the character? What are the what are the, the bigger principles and you know behind that? And so now you're beginning to look at a person's heart, you're looking at a person's circumstances, and, and you're beginning to say, okay, well, maybe he's actually in school and he has a plan. Right. You know, he has vision. And so, so there's a there's a great principle. Does a person have vision? You know, does a, does a person have ambitions? And and so you might find somebody that is just in a different phase or a different season of their life where for whatever reason they might be at home or for whatever reason they might not have that, that job. But as you begin to just write somebody off, you don't see the deeper person. Right. And that deeper person might be in that process of building that vision. And, and God is with that person, because if you look at people throughout scripture, we are all at different phases and places of our lives. And, and oftentimes, you know, where you see somebody at the beginning is not who they are later. Of course. Yeah. And I think so for me personally, I definitely agree with having principles. And so when I say list, regardless of if it's written down or if it's like a grocery list, I just mean like you need to know when you know you're in the dating field or you're you're single i do think it is important to 
identify key key um you know principles yep. or qualities that you you can use list you use your word you can you can totally use that <laughs> I, I was just saying for me i right. and the, the, again the only reason i do that is so we think different so all of a right. sudden now as you begin to say it you're like okay wait let me think differently and, so, and but, but for me though my list is not and because i know that you have a lot of experience with like you know people or dealing with lists but my list is not for me, it's not just like, oh, he has to make 100K. Oh, he has to be six. You know, it's that's not what it is. <laughs> and I would hope that, you know, for someone that is seeking God first, I would hope that that's not what their list is filled with, you know, because yeah. that's not going to lead you anywhere. If if that's the case, there's a there's a, a million guys that, you know, are tall or have a beard, you know, so you yeah. would hope that the list is a little bit more in-depth than that. But I do think it's important because when you're single, there's a lot of people that, you could potentially be dating right yeah. and if you don't narrow it down to you know these this person that i want to date he does have to have these specific qualities if not you're going to be out here dating going on dates every weekend you're, you're just going to be drained yeah. and for me i think the benefit is, of it is that you can meet a person and after one conversation you can determine like you know what no there's no, there's no need to even go on a date because you know you can just tell right, right? but well, when you, you, you don't you have can. that yeah. mm -hmm, no, I was saying you can, and, and you're right. It's because you do have, you know, standards. Right. And standards keep us from just falling for anything and right. and being patient to really allow somebody to live. Uh, and, and one of the things I caution people is be careful about just giving somebody your heart so quickly. Yeah. Because you don't really know someone when you first meet someone. When, you, when you're meeting someone, you're meeting the representative. You're meeting the best of them, exactly. and they're putting their best foot forward. And and so you're still trying to take time to say, okay, and going back to that word I used before, you're collecting information. You're collecting data. And and, and so I'm just trying to better understand you. And and, and so I, I agree 100% with that, that whole part of, you know, when you're meeting somebody and what do I do and, and who's this person? Yeah. Yeah. And so without having that, um, you know, that list or those qualities, it's hard and you're just going to be, you know, confused. And we know mm -hmm. God is not the author of confusion. So you're going to put yourself in that situation and that's going to be all you. You have to take responsibility for that. So that's why for me, it is important to just at least have an idea. Um, yep. Like I said, when it does go into that point where you're getting superficial, that's when you have to take a step back because I understand um, attraction and I understand having a type. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But I feel like when you don't branch out from that or you're like you said, you're immediately turning people down because, you know, they don't fit into your type. Then that's when the problem is, because like you said, you can miss out on a really good thing. And then right. what, you know, because right. your type you know, you've been dating your type for years, but you're still single. So my type <laughs> obviously hasn't come on, come on. Right. So you have to, you know, have that mindset where it's like, okay, what are the core qualities? What are the co core principles? And anything outside of that is just a preference at that point. Right. And, and, and as you said, what are those core things? And, and being really careful that we're just not building just a, a bunch of things that people can check off because no one is perfect. Right. And we got to be careful with that. And, and so you're just trying to be mindful that I don't want to fall for anyone. I don't want to fall for anything. And so therefore, I do have standards. Because what's interesting is oftentimes the, the longer that we are in the journey of dating, the, in the journey of, of, of desiring to be with somebody, then we step off of those standards. 
Yeah, and you then them you start lowering them. And, and so that's where you do want to, it's good to have, okay, what are those key standards? But the thing that we have to constantly do is saying, God, not my will, but your will. Yeah. And, and that's really where that prayer comes in. So as we begin to build those standards, God, what is it that you see? God, what is it that you want? And just really being open more to God and what he would see and what he would want versus what we want. Right. So one thing I want to ask you, because right now we're talking about, you know, people that are single, people that are in the dating field or, you know, whatever we want to call it. But what are you going to say to people that are currently in relationships that may, you know, (laughs) over time it's like, okay, I'm starting to see that I have a different, I have different principles or, you know, I have different values or qualities that I'm looking for in a spouse, but yet me and this person, we're already together. Like, what do you do then? So it's funny that you mentioned that because sometimes uh, I'll joke with people mm-hmm. and I'll tell people who are married that have lists. I'll be like, they are your list. So whatever, <laughs> whatever you uh, want, <laughs> then just go ahead and write that down because that's what you married. Right, right. Um, and, and because it's really challenging when you have a, a list of what you want in your spouse and you're already married. Now, it's different yeah. when, when you're searching and you you have those things, but but you know, when you have that list and you're married, then now I'm constantly looking at uh, my spouse or you're constantly looking at your spouse thinking to yourself, okay, well, I want them to change. Mm. They need to be different. They need to be this. They need to to be, watch this. They need to be something that they're not. Mm. And that really sets up a relationship for, for a challenging time. Now, it's not to say that people don't change. Is not to say that, especially as we're talking about values and especially as we're talking about godly things and wanting, you know, your spouse to, to be a godly person. That's something you can pray for. That's something that you should pray for. Right. But you got to be careful how you uh, approach that because you can't change anyone. Right, exactly. Only God can change people. But what ends up happening is sometimes we're so stuck on our list that we're now constantly, we're trying to force change in somebody. We're trying to manipulate change in somebody. And and that just ends up being a recipe for disaster because it's not allowing God to work. And so we just have to be obedient or you just have to be obedient in your walk and and begin to trust God with those desires because your heavenly father knows your desires. Your your heavenly father knows your needs. And, and you have to just be that person who God wants you to be to bring about positive change. Yeah, that's really good. That's a really good point. At that point, you do have to leave it in God's hands. And also, you have to be um, that person also that, you know, is doing your best. And if the relationship, you know, this person is argumentative, you have to be that person that is not falling into the trap. And when they see change in you, it's easier for them to change or for them to become better or whatever it is that you're seeking for them to be in that relationship. So, well, and, and there's ways to be proactive. And, and so it's not to say that you just have to sit there and be reactive, but you can mm-hmm. be proactive. But you want the, the ways that you are proactive to be constructive versus destructive. Right. And, and oftentimes when we just move and we just have to say something, I just need to do something. Oftentimes that can be destructive. Uh, and so let's use the the analogy that you're just talking about, a, a quality that we you might want in somebody, a quality that might be in your list is conflict resolution. Mm-hmm. And 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 how does somebody deal with conflict? And, and so you might already be married to somebody who, as you mentioned, they they 
they get angry or they start yelling or how they approach conflict is, is a very destructive way. So one of the things you can pray for is, okay, God, how can I begin to approach sensitive subjects and challenging subjects differently? How, how can I help us as a couple to become better in the area of communication and conflict resolution? And you're just trying different things and you're trying to be mindful of what's working, what's not working. Also, you might know that every time I, I bring this subject up when he's in the middle of doing something or when she's in the middle of doing something, I get this result. Okay, well, let me be a little bit more prayerful about how I bring it up and right. when I bring it up. And maybe that might begin to produce a, a different result. And, and, and so it can be very, very difficult. It's, it's a very challenging thing to navigate. And that's where listening to a podcast like this, it helps people to understand how to approach things, but it doesn't replace counseling. Right. And, and so it's through that individual counseling is through the couples counseling that you really kind of get to get deeper into each individual situation and guide each individual situation because your relationships are different and how you might approach one situation in one relationship might be a little bit different than how you'd approach it in another. Yep. So good. So good. I mean, yeah, I mean, you really did say it all. I feel like for me, I I'm not. A hundred percent. I'm not against list at all, but I am against when the list is not, um, yeah, like yeah. you said, it's, it's very superficial. Yeah. I don't believe those should be the top things on your list. And I don't think superficial or looks or what the person has or doesn't have should be keeping you away from someone that could really be God's blessing onto your life. Um, yeah. But I just think, especially for, I'm not going to say especially for a woman. I can only speak for a woman. Mm -hmm. I do think it's necessary to identify the core things that you're looking for in a spouse. Because if not, you will take any and everything. And that's where it leads to, you know, just a whole bunch of unnecessary drama and things you don't want. Well, here's but, the thing. I mean, we're, uh, we're not, we're, as, as our listeners, or as your listeners are listening, we're not naive to right. the fact that we do have things that we're attracted to. Yeah. And here's the way I like to think about it is oftentimes we allow our list to move us in and move us out of relationships. Mm. And that's where we want to be careful to where because I don't always just want to be moved into a relationship because I'm attracted to somebody. Right. And I don't want to just be constantly moved in, moved out of a relationship because all of a sudden they didn't check off this certain box of something that I really, really wanted because we just want to be mindful of saying, okay, God, I want to be moved by you and I want to be guided by you. And, and that's where we just got to be careful because, you know, you never know where a great person lies and who that godly person is. And, and so that's really, you want that to be the, the, the dominating factor that yeah. begins to influence you versus your superficial wants. And honestly, attraction grows. Like you'll be surprised that sometimes, I mean, it's happened to me before someone that I, I really didn't think was my type. Like after conversation, after actually getting to know the person, I was like, Oh, he's kind of cute. But then, you know, <laughs> it didn't work out, but I'm just, I'm just saying like attraction does grow. But one thing I do want to ask, um, cause you were mentioning things about like, Oh, if he, you know, if he live, lives with his parents or he's not working, I don't think that there's anything wrong with having on your list or for qualities that you want in a man to for like a hard worker or like for someone that is um business oriented i don't think those qualities are wrong to have would you say are you saying that 
you know, you shouldn't focus on things like that. Because I feel like that goes deeper into it. You won't, you don't want to date someone that doesn't have drive or doesn't have passion or. Um, well, no, but, but but that's the thing, though. I think that's more of a character principle. Okay. You know that that's a biblical thing. That's something that God wants us wants for us. Okay. Right. Right. And, okay. and so God doesn't want us to be lazy. God, you know, you look at another proverb: "Be like the ant, you sluggard, and consider their ways." Right. You know, who basically works, and 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 so laziness isn't a godly quality. Okay. And but but at the same time, now here here's the thing: we're all growing. We're not who we used to be. And ten years from now, you're not going to be who you were, you know, ten years ago. Yeah. And, and, and so there's that balance. Is is that? Um. And, and I'll use an example. I remember I was dating uh, a particular woman, and she has some great qualities. Mm-hmm. But then there was a couple things I was concerned about where I didn't just cut it off at that moment because there were so many other great qualities that outweighed. The ones that, you were concerned about that at the moment outweighed the ones I was concerned about because okay. I didn't really know her fully. Okay. And so I wasn't sure whether or not if I was being superficial, possibly if I would have judged her prematurely. Oh, okay. Okay. Because I didn't know what, what she, if this was something that she was overcoming, if this was something that she was even aware of. And, mm. and so I allowed and, and, I, and I was thankful because allowing that to progress, to really see where is somebody, because I go back to no one is perfect. Right. And, and so like communication, the people have bad communication because we're just bad communicators. We don't come out of the womb as good communicators. <laughs> right. Communication is a learned behavior. Yeah. And so let's say somebody's just a, a poor communicator, which you want to look for. Okay, I get that. I'm, I'm concerned about it. It's a red flag. I'm really concerned about it. But I see some other great qualities. And over time, I, I get to see, okay, are they even aware that they're not a good communicator? Are they working on it? Is it something that they see? And, and, and if they're making progress, that's a good thing. That's a, now you actually, that's a great quality because you have somebody who's aware of their shortcomings. You have somebody who's seeking to overcome and be stronger in their shortcomings. Mm-hmm. That's a good quality. Exactly. That, yeah. That's a principle that, man, how's this person do with their shortcomings and are they willing to grow and work on them? Because that's something that's going to bless your relationship for yeah. years and years and years to come. Right. Trust me, I get it. I do get it. And I understand. <laughs> I mean, not I, I'm not, I, I would be, you know, lying to myself. My list has changed dramatically f- from when, you know, I was 22. I'm 27 now. So I've realized that yeah. filling your list up with just the superficial is not going to get you anywhere. So I guess I just want to encourage the listeners to maybe if you do have to reevaluate your list, I'm not against lists. I just think it keeps you focused. It keeps you, you know, on the right track. If your list is according, you know, if it's matches the God's will, but yeah. other than that, you know, you might have to shuffle some things around, move some things and just be diligent and match, match your list, be who you're looking for. Um, don't be asking for all these crazy things <laughs> and you can't even, <laughs> you don't really have anything to offer. So do you have anything else that you want to share or you just want to note before you share your social media and things like that? Well, I, I thought you said it really well. I, I think we were just constantly, you know, searching and saying, you know, God, search my heart. Mm-hmm. And and one of the scriptures that comes to my mind is Romans uh, 12, too. And, and this is what we have to do with our list. It says, mm-hmm. do not be conformed to this world, 
but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you Mm -hmm. may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And as we're talking about lists, this is, this is that process that we have to go to. Do not be conformed to this world. So don't allow your list. Don't allow your thinking, how you approach relationships. Don't let it be influenced by worldly things. Right. But rather, we have to have a renewing of our mind. We have to think differently. And that's why I encourage using the word maybe standards, using, you know, values, using words like principles, even though it's, it, again, it's the same thing as a list, but you're just thinking about it differently. And you're beginning to say, okay, God, help me to want what you want. And in doing so, I'm thinking differently. I'm having a renewing of my mind. And as I begin to filter my wants with what God wants, then I begin to have pure ones. And so it's almost like taking water and you you take uh, water that's polluted and you begin to filter it. Right. It becomes now clean water. And that's what we have to do with our lists. We have to begin yeah. to say, okay, God, I want to filter my wants through you. And mm-hmm. as I do that, the last point is prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And so as you're trying to prove what is a good person, what is that good man? Where's that 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 good woman? Well, I do that, have a renewing of my mind, and I begin to understand God's good will for me. So that, that's how it ended. So good. So good. Thank you so much for sharing that. Oh, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. That was yeah. Incredible. And actually, I would, if you don't mind, if you could share maybe where people can follow you or where they can uh, just, you know, listen to your podcast also, that'd be great. I, I would be honored. So first, you can follow me at Brian E. Wallace. Um, and so again, you just put that Brian E, don't forget the E, Wallace, W-A-L-L-A-C-E. And you can actually go to my website, which is brianewallace.com. If you want any information, if you want to reach out to me, I, I love interacting with people. You can check out my uh, web, I'm sorry, you can check out my podcast, Simplify Complexity, and just type that in and it will come up. You can, it's on iTunes uh, or Apple Podcasts. It's pretty much everywhere that there's a podcast. And lastly, please check out my book, uh, I'm so confident that you will be blessed and encouraged by my book that I actually offer a money back guarantee. Oh, wow. That was just something God put on my heart because I don't want anybody to to get the book and feel like, you know what? I gained nothing from this. Mm. Um, And that's just how confident I am in God and what God has done through this book and the testimonies that I've received um, just have been so encouraging. And because sometimes you have something on your heart that you want to give people, but you're Mm. never sure how that's going to translate. Right. And so to see the impact that it's had uh, has been so encouraging. And so I, I mean it. So you can go to Amazon. You can go pretty much. It's uh, mainly available on Amazon. So it's chasing happily ever after as we're all trying to chase that 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 <sighs> desire. So chasing happily ever after. Thank you. Thank you so much. And that's Brian, B-R-I-A-N, right? Not with the Y. That's correct. Yep. Okay. All right. And I'll make sure I tag you anyway. But as you guys know, you can always follow Confessions of a Christian Chick on Instagram or send an email to Confessions of a Christian Chick at gmail.com. And we will catch you on the next episode. Thank you so much, Pastor Brian. Yep, thank and you for having me. Talk to you guys soon. God bless.